Welcome to the Love is the Verb podcast, a place where we talk all things self-love in order to show up authentically and let our lights shine. I'm your host, Carlin Ben, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and allow your soul to be nourished. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I'm back, y'all, with pillar number three, and you guessed it, we're talking about boundaries today. Now, you've probably heard a lot about this And also, you are probably having a hard time setting them. And trust me, I understand you are not alone. This can be very difficult to do, especially for my people pleasers out there. And I say that as I slowly raise my hand as a formal people pleaser myself. So I get it. But when I say that setting boundaries is one of the five pillars of self-love for a reason, I mean it. It's like... You're setting up guardrails that protect you and help you establish healthy limits that prevent others from taking advantage of your time, energy, and resources. So they're imperative. So we're going to spend the next several minutes diving into what boundaries are, the benefits, six types, and three categories. And then we'll end with some things that you can do to start to improve your boundary setting. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, you know I love me definitions, so I'd be remiss if I didn't start there. I have two. The first one comes from Merriam-Webster, and it reads that boundaries are something that indicate or fix a limit or extent. All right. The second one is gives a, goes a little bit deeper, is a little bit more clear, and it comes from Nadra Glover Tawab's book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, which I highly recommend, by the way. And her definition reads, boundaries are expectations and needs that help you feel safe and comfortable in your relationships. It's saying no to someone in order to say yes to your own emotional, physical, and mental well-being. So see, boundaries help you develop self-respect and cultivate self-love. When you're able to set and maintain them, you're sending the message that you value yourself and your needs. And this can help you feel more confident and have more control in your life. Setting boundaries is essential because it helps you protect your mental and emotional well-being and also establish healthy relationships because having clear boundaries and expressing them, that's very important to express them. It makes it easier for others to understand what you need from them. And then it in turn reduces the likelihood of any misunderstandings. All right. I want to add a quick note in here though, before I go any further around expectations, because Nadra includes that in part of her definition. And They're great to have, they're actually necessary to have, and they are yours. If a person doesn't meet your expectations, unless they agree to and are now going back on their word, placing your frustration, anger, any type of emotion, you name it, off on them is an example of misplaced emotions. And don't get me wrong, it is 150% okay for you to feel all of those things when they're not met. Absolutely feel them. 
But where we tend to get confused is we get very upset with the other person because they aren't meeting our expectations. However, when those feelings arise, they're signs to you for you to make a decision for yourself. Either you will agree to their inability to meet them and stick around, which is well within your right to choose, or you will decide that this person is no longer someone you want to associate with. I just don't want you to allow your expectations to result of you in you losing sight of your power. And that happens a lot. All right, so back to boundaries. How do you even know that your boundaries may be a problem for you? Well, there are several signs that include feeling overwhelmed, sad, stressed, and anxious. Or you also may feel like you're being taken advantage of or that you're constantly being asked to do things that you don't want to do. A few other signs may be your need that you may need to set boundaries is you're always feeling on edge. Maybe you feel resentful towards others or maybe you're feeling like you're not being heard or respected. But if any of this resonates with you, it's a good sign that it's probably time to start setting boundaries. So there's six types of boundaries and I'm going to also, once I go through that list with you, I'm going to include a few non-exhaustive examples. So there's many, many more out there, but just to give you an idea. Um, But the six categories, the six types are physical, which involves physical touch, personal space, and physical needs like rest, food, and water. And an example of somebody breaking this boundary is getting too close to you or, and this one may ruffle some feathers, forcing your child to hug someone after they've said they didn't want to. All right, so that's physical boundary, type number one. Type number two is intellectual, which is your ideas, thoughts, and and opinions. And so an example of someone not respecting this boundary is maybe they belittle your thoughts and ideas when you share them, all right? Type number three is emotional, which is honoring and respecting your feelings and energy. So you may not be respecting another person's feelings, and this is an example of you breaking their boundary. Boundary type number four is sexual, and this involves consent, respect, and agreement. And of course, an example of this is any form of sexual abuse or assault. Type number five is material boundaries, and that's your possessions. So an example of breaking this boundary is say you so generously let somebody borrow your car because they say they need it to run a quick errand and will only take an hour. Well, they come back five hours later. That is an example of breaking a material boundary. And lastly, time. Type number six is time. And this is simply valuing your time. Saying yes to doing something when every part of your being doesn't want to. And I'm not talking about favors. I mean like repeated tasks, like someone asking you, your boss asking you to repeatedly stay late at work and your inability to say no, that's an example of breaking a time boundary, all right? Now, within each of these types, you have the ability to fall in one of three categories. And I want you to keep in mind as I go over these categories that it's possible to have 
say porous boundaries and one and one type say maybe I don't know emotional but then also you have healthy boundaries when it comes to sexual okay so don't go giving yourself a blanket label but keep the six types of boundaries in mind as I go over these three categories all right now these three categories are porous rigid and healthy okay porous boundaries includes oversharing personal information. Maybe you have a difficult time saying no to the request of others. You may sometimes be over-involved with other people's problems, okay? Maybe you accept abuse. Or lastly, you may fear rejection if they don't comply, if you don't comply with what others have to say or want of you to do. All right. This is, that's an example of falling into the poorest boundaries category. Okay. The next category is rigid boundaries. And this is you avoid intimacy and close relationships. You're unlikely to ask for help. Maybe you are very protective of your personal information and you may seem detached even with romantic partners. All right. Those are all examples of having rigid boundaries. Lastly is healthy boundaries. And you guessed it. This is what we're aiming for. All right. But examples of healthy boundaries are valuing your own opinions. You don't compromise your values for others. You share personal information in an appropriate way. So you're not oversharing or undersharing. You are very aware of your personal wants, needs, and you can communicate them. And not only are you able to say no to others, but you can also accept when others say no to you. All right. So I share all of the time that I'm here because of my personal self-love journey. And so I want to give you some, put some of this in perspective because all of these pillars that I'm sharing with you, I have pummeled through learning how to accomplish each one of them. And so in the vein of continuing my full transparency, none of this was easy. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but none of this is easy. It does take conscious effort. But before I jump into the four steps that you can start implementing uh, for you to be able to start setting boundaries, I wanted to share about my first boundary setting experience and it threw me for a loop. So I was in therapy years ago myself. Again, I was a big time people pleaser and it led me to dealing with, um, depression and some anxiety. And so I'm in therapy and we're talking and boundaries came up. And I knew off the bat that I struggled with boundary setting. I time boundaries was a big thing for me that ended up leading to me being full of resentment. And I had a hard time saying no, especially to my family. And so I'm in therapy and we're talking through this and I got my first homework assignment in this area and it was for me to, (laughs) I remember it like it was yesterday. My therapist said to me, the next time somebody asks you to do something and your immediate gut reaction is, I don't want to do this. 
I want you to do one of two things. Either say no or allow yourself to say, let me get back to you. And her reason for telling me to say, let me get back to you was because she wanted me to muster up whatever courage I needed to be able to then follow up and say no. All right. Um, She even said, you know, you can throw in there. Let me check my calendar. But the biggest piece was let me get back to you. And so I remember I was I even remember where I was, y'all. I was sitting in my kitchen and my brother called now. I was childless and all of my siblings had children. And so I was the resident babysitter, right? Because it was just easier for me to babysit because I I didn't have kids. And I guess with that came the assumption that I also didn't have a life. <laughs> but I um, I remember him calling me and asking me to babysit. And I had No real plans that weekend, but they were plans because my job was exhausting and I was looking forward to doing absolutely nothing that weekend. Those were my plans. All right. And so he says, you know, are you free on Saturday? And immediately I was like, no, I'm not because I want to, this is what I'm thinking in my head. No, I'm not because I have, I want to sit and do what I want to do this weekend, but that's not what came out of my mouth. What did come out of my mouth though was, let me get back to you. Let me check and see. I'll get back to you. He says, all right, not a big deal. Hangs up the phone, but y'all, I hang up the phone and immediately start crying because the stories that weren't true that I started telling myself was he's going to hate me. He's going to be so upset with me if I tell him no, and he'll be mad forever. Then he'll never want to ask me again to keep the girls. And I just went on and on and on and on in my head, and I cried. However, I allowed myself that moment to shed those tears, and then I responded and I let him know that I had plans and I wasn't free. And... It felt both freeing and petrifying at the same time because I didn't know how he was going to respond. But let me tell you what my brother said. He was like, all right, thank you. (laughs) Done. Done. He was like, okay, I'm gonna reach out, see if I can find somebody else. I appreciate it. And that was it. There was no love lost. He wasn't angry with me. He didn't hate my guts because I was no long, I wasn't available to watch my niece, right? Like the stories I had created in my head. So I share that with you. So you know that this can be difficult to do, but let me tell you something else. Your girl has no problem saying no now, right? <laughs> like it takes practice. It does. You become more confident though with practice. And so now I am able to gently decline say I'm not available, whatever the case may be, without hesitation. So how do you go about starting to set boundaries? Well, I have four steps for you that you can use to start this process. And the first one includes, you have to identify your boundaries. You have to know what they are. All right, so I want you to think about all of the areas of your life where you need to set limits. And this could be in your personal relationships, Uh, work life, maybe your social life, 
and just come up with a list. So now you're clear on what it is that you need to do in that particular area. Second, you then have to communicate them. And this is the tough part. Pillar number four is actually assertive communication. So we'll be talking about that next, but it's very important that you let people know what your boundaries are. You can do this in a conversation, text message. You can even old school write a letter, all right? But the the key is just to be clear about your needs and expectations. Number three, you wanna be firm but flexible. When setting boundaries, it's important to be firm but, you know, not rigid, Okay, this means that you can you need to be clear about your limits, but also willing to negotiate and compromise when necessary. And the last step is to practice always, always, always practice self-compassion. You want to be patient with yourself and most importantly, consistent. All right, setting, we've already talked about how setting boundaries can be challenging. So it's important that you be kind to yourself through the process. People around you more than likely aren't used to this new version of you, so practicing patience with them along with yourself is imperative. And lastly, consistency. You have to stick to your limits even when it's difficult and don't give in to the pressures from others. All right, we did it. I want you to join me next episode where we'll be talking about pillar number four, assertive communication. And as always, I am sending you an abundance of love and hugs. As always, sending you an abundance of love, hugs, compassion, and courage. And if you're not already, be sure to follow Love is the Verb on all social platforms or visit me at loveistheverb.com.